2: 10, 10, 9, 8, 8, 8, 7, 7, 6, 6, 5, 5, 4, 4, 3, 3, 2, 2, 1. 1. Let's go!
1: Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show Mix Mix 94.1. Good
3: morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is 5.30. It is Monday, June 21st. And thank you guys for starting your week off with us. We appreciate all of your check-ins already this morning on a Monday at 702-364-9400. Melissa Francis checking in this morning. So is Scott J. Jim in Michigan. We have Wayne checking in. Jeremiah scan, uh, Jan. We have Lance, Jessica, Raul, Husker Bob. Rick, Diana, and Sarah also on Twitter at Mercedes in the AM. We have Mike checking in this morning. So a Stan and Casey, Steph. Martin and Mary, all listening. Thank you for that. And back to it. Here we are. How you doing this morning?
4: Not bad, not bad. I'm ready to go on a Monday morning. How was your How was your weekend? It
3: was good. It was a nice weekend. Went by really fast, but it was a hot one out there uh, this weekend. Well, last night I watched the the Golden Knights game, which was so great to see uh, a win. So the series is tied up. We did that Saturday night. My husband and I had, like, a date night, and we went out to dinner, uh, went down to the Strip, and the Strip was packed. Was it going off on Saturday? Pandemic, who, what? (laughs) Right. Uh, There was just no signs of, of anyone, like... Being a part of that, it was just like it was back to normal. Tons of people, it was great to see, uh, you know, people having fun and stuff like that. But yeah, it was, it was crazy. We couldn't believe it. We're just like, wow, it's been so long since we've seen it this <laughs> packed. So yeah, we did that on Friday and had a really nice Father's Day yesterday. It was, uh, we, went, we did a little brunch, hung out at the house. My husband got to watch the. The U.S. Open, which he wanted to watch, so it was really oh, nice. yeah, it was a really nice weekend for us. How about you?
4: It was a good. Same thing. It was it was a great weekend. Let's see. Friday night, my wife and I did our, our sushi dinner on Friday night and had a great time at dinner on Friday. And then Saturday, I was at Barrett Jackson all day long. I did some stuff for China late out there with some Corvettes, which was a lot of fun. And then. I uh, just met some people out there, and then it's like I didn't have a chance like just to walk around on the auction floor and just check out all the cars that were out there. So I spent a couple hours Saturday afternoon just kind of checking out the auction floor, and it was just it was a blast out there on Saturday. And then my wife and I had a nice dinner Saturday night, and um, Sunday was just kind of you know catch up day, getting caught up with some things and hanging out by the pool and. And it's it's rare. my wife hangs out by the pool a lot, but it's rare that she goes in and goes swimming. And she went swimming yesterday. She jumped in the pool. We were swimming in the pool yesterday. And I told him like I don't remember the last time I go in there every weekend. I'm like, but well, I don't remember the last time you were in the pool swimming. She's like, yeah, it's been a couple years. So she was out swimming. We had a, a nice time in the pool yesterday. It was, just, yeah, it, was a, it was a good weekend. Nice relaxing weekend.
3: Good weekend for for a pool. It was very hot yesterday. I I actually thought about going in yesterday. Also same thing. I never go into the pool. Once in a while, I sit on the edge and put my legs in, but that's pretty no. much it. I thought about it and uh I I was I was gonna but it was like the pool's too warm. <laughs> it it's way too warm right now. I can't do it.
4: It's ba- we don't we, are, we don't have a heater in our pool. It's bath water warm and we have zero yeah. we have zero and we have nothing heating that thing up and getting in like, this is this is like I'm in a nice warm little bath right now. Okay. This is interesting. And she's just she doesn't like getting her hair wet when she goes in the pool and she got she got her hair wet. I'm like, Well you're in the pool. You're going to get your hair wet when you're in the pool. Like, I understand you don't want to dive under or anything, but when you swim around and play, you run that risk of getting your hair wet when you're inside the pool.
3: Yeah, but you don't understand the struggle that ladies have. We don't want to wash our hair. And if, we if, we, if we get our hair wet, we have to wash our hair, and I'm the same way. I will put my hair up so it does not got, get wet. And my kids are like, go under, and I'm like, no, I don't want to wash my hair. <laughs> it's not going to happen.
4: Have you ever gone in and gone under? Because I remember as a kid, like, swimming you know, or staying in a hotel and there was a pool or something, and it would be a special occasion when mom would come in the pool with us. And I don't ever think I, – I can't tell you I ever saw my mom go under the water.
3: I, I mean, I, I've gone over under hundreds of times, but it's just, you know, it depends on where I am in my hair-washing schedule. So <laughs> it last yesterday, if I would have gone in – it would have been okay i would have gone under because i washed my hair last night and i knew i was going to wash my hair last night so yesterday or s- it would have been a perfect day for me to go in the water but i just it was just too hot out i couldn't do it even
4: saturday too i was on yeah. a parking lot at one point on saturday for a couple hours i'm like man it is hot out here saturday was the kind of day where like i then i would go into the ac in my car and stuff and i couldn't like Couldn't cool myself down. That's how hot it was. Yeah,
3: it really was. And it's going to stay, you know, like that. I I mean, a little bit of a cool down because we're going to be in the, you know, mid hundreds instead of the one (laughs) tens. But it's going to go back up. And that's just what you expect when you live here. So all is good. Hope you guys had a really great weekend. We are excited to be here. We've got a lot coming up this week and we're going to get to all of that on the way, but first, let's kick off the show. Pre-show you pick 'em time. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear All I Want to Do by Sheryl Crow? All I
0: want to do is have some fun I got I'm not the only one
3: Do you want to hear Angels by Robbie Williams? She won't forsake me I'm angels instead Or do you want to hear Hollaback Girl by Gwen Stefani? Those are your choices. You can tweet us with your vote at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or you can text or call us right now. 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1.
1: Or would we? Let's go! Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1.
4: We might finally know what made the royal family explode. Sources say that Harry and Meghan were upset because Prince Charles decided that their son Archie will not be a prince. And according to custom, a grandchild of whoever is in charge has pretty much always had the right to be a prince or princess. But supposedly Charles has decided that when he becomes king... He will limit the size of the monarchy, at least in part because he doesn't think the public wants to pay for all these people. So Harry and Meghan reportedly found that, found this out right before that big Oprah interview, and then things got pretty raw after that.
3: Mm, well, that explains a lot, that's for sure.
4: And speaking of the royal family, Prince William today is his 39th birthday, and on the topic of wills, Will Smith is coming out with his very first memoir memoir and it's titled Will. It'll come out November 9th and the book will focus on his persona, his childhood, his journey in music, TV, and movies. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air ran from September of 1990 to May of 1996. 148 episodes.
3: Wow. I love that show. So I've seen probably every episode at least twice if really? not more than that. Yeah. I
4: don't realize it ran so late into the 90s. For some reason, I thought I was over like in
3: 93. Now oh, this no, is man.
4: Story all about and then there's that dramatic reboot of the show is coming to Peacock at some point. And then here, not to make us feel old, but this song right here. This song just turned 33 years old.
3: Ay, ay, ay. I I literally remember being a kid singing along. Like, my parents just don't understand either. Yeah, I know. Oh, Will,
4: I can relate, man. You're singing to me. Mom and Dad don't understand me. I
3: totally remember that.
4: Uh, Let's talk about uh, fans' dreams coming true here. So, BuzzFeed has an interesting article on celebrities that dated and married their fans. I didn't know some of these. Conan O'Brien... His future wife was an audience member for his late-night show in 2000. When he saw her, he fell for her instantly. Billy Joe Armstrong of Green Day, he met his future wife at a Green Day concert back in 1990. Steve Harvey was doing stand-up comedy, He's doing a set, and his future wife arrived late. He paused his set and said, quote, Oh, I'm sorry, I don't know who this is, but I'm going to marry her.
3: Oh wow! Look at that. I mean, hey, if they're fans, that's great. That means that you're doing a good job. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> Hanson. By the way, all three brothers met their wives at concerts, and there's 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 a great read on Busby. There's so many: Patrick Dempsey, Harry Styles, Joe Jonas, all had relationship with fans at some point or another. And then, speaking of relationships, it looks like Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things is dating John Bon Jovi's son, Jake. Millie is 17, Jake is 19. There's rumors about the two dating, but they're finally spotted out together, apparently, over the weekend.
3: That's cool. Uh, I I wonder what it's like living in the shadow of your dad being John Bon Jovi. It's, it's nice. Or maybe that helped him.
4: Now, is this the son? I guess he has multiple kids. Is this the son that's doing the wine with him? Or is that another son? I'm
3: not sure. I'm not sure if that's him. I met one of the sons. I just can't remember. Oh, you did? I don't know if there's more than one. But I met a son that did the wine. But that was it.
4: Then on the topic of Stranger Things, Season 4, looks like it's confirmed, coming out summer of 2022. So about one year to wait until Stranger Things returns. And we'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Right now, it's Imagine Dragons. Follow you. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning.
1: Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number
4: 1435.
1: And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and Jay-Z.
3: Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Monday, June 21st. Happy belated Father's Day to all the dads out there. I hope your day was fantastic. Uh it was uh, it was a nice day for us, except dinner kind of got bumbled a little bit. Oh,
4: how'd you? I like that. How'd you bumble dinner?
3: Well, I didn't bumble anything. It was uh, less. We asked my husband, like, "What do you want for dinner? Like anything you want, you name it." We had brunch, and and so I had an idea of what we were gonna do for dinner. And I thought when I mentioned it, he would be like, "Oh yeah," but he's like, "Oh, I'm still full from." Br- from brunch and that's a lot of food he's like how about we just get pizza mm. and he has a, a favorite pizza place here in town and he's been really good he's had to watch his diet so he hasn't had pizza in a really long time and i was like cool okay so he wants it from this one specific place i'm not gonna say the name because it was not a good thing <laughs> so um i i go online to order it and they're like it's gonna be you know it's gonna be like 90 minutes and i'm like that's fine i mean it, it was only like five o'clock so i'm like six thirty. no no big deal so six thirty comes along and i'm like what the heck where is it like what's going on so i call them i'm like hi i uh placed an order just wondering if there's a, the driver's near or anything like that and they're like the the guy's like uh we haven't even made your pizza yet oh and i'm like wait what i go do you have any idea um when you will have it done <laughs> and he's like no i don't
4: didn't even try to like uh, no. give a reason like we're swamped father's day just was just no, no idea sorry Not at
3: all. he's like no i really don't and i was like so i go okay well guess i will just wait for that and he goes okay It hung up on me so now i'm upset and i wish i would have handled it differently i didn't let, i i totally let let him run all like all over me and so i told my husband i'm like they they haven't even started making it yet and i know everyone's getting hungry like he's like i go will you call because he just has a way about getting things done when he calls but they listen when he calls they don't listen when i call because i'm too nice so he calls and someone else answered the phone it was a woman this time and and he's like hey we ordered pizza what's going on she's like I, i'm so sorry it's father's day we're really backed up he's like how about you put it in the oven and i'll come get it instead of delivering it she's like fine so my poor husband on Father's Day had to go pick up his own pizza and bring it <laughs> home. I felt so bad, and then you're compromising so for bad. them too. Like oh. you're like, oh, we'll
4: come get it then. Okay, yeah, fantastic. Sure, come on down.
3: Yeah, it. it was just oh man, and he was such a good sport. He's like, it's fine. He's like, I got I got pizza. I haven't had pizza for so long. He was like such a good sport about it, but I really felt bad about the whole situation. <laughs> and,
4: and, that, and I think we've all been in that situation too, and that kind of stinks when you're doing whether it's Postmates, Uber Eats, or something, and it's just you get the order, maybe the order is wrong, so you call the restaurant and Busy and everything, and they're like, Oh, we'll fix it for you. Come down and get it. Like, ah, that defeats the point of doing Uber Eats or Postmates or delivery. I didn't want to leave my house. I'm comfy right now. I'll come down and get it. <laughs> exactly. But it kind of defeats the whole point of having it delivered to my house because I didn't want to leave my house in the first place. Well,
3: and the funny thing is, is on the uh, when you place the order, they ask if you want a tip. And I so I put a really nice tip. I'm like, Father's Day, put a nice tip. Well, they kept that. <laughs> we didn't get it that back. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I just tipped him for delivery on something they didn't deliver. And that the first guy gave me complete attitude on. I was so I was so irate last night. I was just like, I'm sorry. I ruined your father's day. He's like, no, you did not. He was really nice about it. And then probably
4: even so, let's say you did a lesser tip. You probably still got tagged with the delivery fee. Like, oh, they did take husband. that off. Oh, okay, okay. My,
3: my husband required. He's like, please take off the whatever delivery fee, which was like $3. I'm like, but they kept the tip. He's like, yeah, because I didn't know you put that on there. I was like, oh, wow.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Happy Father's Day. Yeah, exactly. All right, coming up here. My gosh, what a week we have for you guys. Let's talk about the prizes that we have. Let's start in the 9 o'clock hour. Your tickets. One Republic will be at Zappos Theater in September. You're going to be there. Have your tickets all week long in the 9 o'clock hour. 8 o'clock hour, 825 when you win heads up. Tickets to Machine Gun Kelly's. My Downfall Tour at Virgin Theater, or at the Virgin Hotel, the theater at the Virgin Hotel, in October. So tickets to go see Machine Gun Kelly. And then coming up in about 15 minutes, our Las Vegas Lights Football Club got a four-pack of tickets for you to their game on Friday. And it's a home game, so check out some soccer this weekend. And then coming up next... We have what's trending. What do you got for us?
3: Playoff hockey continues. We're going to talk about last night's game, the next album that Taylor Swift is going to re record, and the odd plastic surgery trend that is sweeping China. Will it find its way here? That's coming up next in What's Trending.
4: That's the Killers, Brandon Flowers from the Killers. Today is his birthday, and it's a big one. It's the big 4-0 today for Brandon Flowers. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, and have for you a four-pack of tickets to the Las Vegas Lights FC. Those are yours when you win heads up right after What's Trending.
1: Mercedes in the Morning's What's Trending Woo! on Mix 94.1.
3: Vegas Bourne is trending this morning. It was game four in the Stanley Cup semifinals against the Montreal Canadiens and the Golden Knights evened up the series winning two to one in overtime. Montreal scored first in the second period but Brayden McNabb was able to tie the game with nine minutes and 23 seconds remaining in the third period and then in over Time Nicholas Waugh got the winning goal with one minute and eighteen seconds in. Robin Leonard looked strong in the net, saving 27 shots. Game five is Tuesday at the T-Mobile Arena, and puck drops at 6 p.m. All tied up. It's the best of three series now. It's a brand-new series starting starting tomorrow. I was just – my whole house was screaming. We were so <laughs> excited to see that win. It was a great win. and I um, was really excited to see Robin Leonard have such a great game. I felt like he was getting – unfairly beaten down by the press and by just a bunch of people saying that he didn't deserve to be there and he just did so great so i'm sure he he felt very good about that performance also
4: in the press conference he said he got to the game four hours early and he did so because he wanted a couple hours to sit there and read all the hate tweet and hate posts on social media and press clippings to kind of fuel the flames to have such a great game last night.
3: Yeah, it said he. He said he, it motivated him, and and that he loved to see what everyone said, and that 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 definitely helps. So, that is trending this morning. Taylor Swift is also trending this morning. She revealed that her next album to be re released is going to be Red. Red Taylor's version arriving November 19th will be the second re-release of six that she has planned to regain artistic control of her music. The first re-record, Fearless Taylor's version, was released in April and it included 27 tracks with six of them being brand new songs she released from her song vault. In her announcement, she wrote, this will be the first time you hear all 30 songs that were meant to go on Red. And hey... One of them is even 10 minutes long, <laughs> a 10 minute long song. It's okay. We're here for it. I want to hear the new stuff. I want to hear her new versions of her old stuff. I think it's going to be great. And it's, and it's just
4: brilliant of her. And, if, and the reason she's doing this is because Scooter Braun bought her back catalog. And it's kind of a twisted thing that went down. And she's like, okay, you can have my back catalog. Have it. I'm going to read, record everything. This is brilliant. And she's she's in the spotlight. She's putting new music out. The last album she did went to number one. I'm sure this will be number one again. It's just it's so smart of her.
3: It's just a, a great way for her to get around that. And I love that the fans are supporting her and and purchasing this music. And it's just yeah, it's a great thing. Also trending this morning is HBO Max. The streaming service is blaming an intern for an email gaffe. They sent out a blank template called. Integration test email number one. And just hours later, the company said the message was intended to be an empty test email saying, quote, we apologize for the inconvenience. And as the jokes pile in, yes, it was the intern. No, really and we're helping them through it. Instead of subscribers responding with anger, many actually use the opportunity to talk about their own work screw-ups.
4: So, I saw that on social media over the weekend and some of the responses were just hysterical. Some of the mistakes that people made at their jobs and everything. It was just, way to rally around. It, just, it truly was an intern mistake. Way to rally around for that intern to see that. That's not bad compared to some of the other stuff that people have done.
3: We all make work mistakes and yeah, whoever that person was, they had to feel at least a little bit better with the support that they were getting. So that That was really nice to see. And then finally, this morning, elf ears is trending. It's the new plastic surgery trend that's big in China. Many women are getting surgery to get elf ears, not to look like an elf, but because they claim that by enlarging their ears, Their faces look slimmer and thus more attractive. So the cost is around $1,500, and the procedure typically involves injecting hyaluronic acid, which is often used in dermal fillers, into the ears so that they become plump and then they stick out. Another way, though, is to actually have it done surgically and insert a piece of cartilage behind the ear to kind of prop it forward so that, your ears are visible from a frontal view. Um Not sure that this, I, I don't know. I, I saw, if you want to see the before and afters, we can post dates. I mean, there's definitely a difference. I don't know that I would say that the face looks any slimmer or wider. It's just in one picture, you see the ears and then the next one, you don't. Like the first one is just there right next to yeah. the head. And I, it's, I don't know of all the trends this is <laughs> this is probably the weirdest one that i've seen
4: yeah so once you look at these pictures too and if you do it well, you know a year later like ah you know wearing uh, some article of clothing you can easily change changing your ears for good
3: well tough one. i think with the fillers the stuff eventually wears off oh, so that it, yeah okay. but if you do have the surgery yeah you're you're in for life on that one unless oh you change gosh. it so that is what's trending all
4: right looking for caller 20 right now at 702 364 9400 if you're a caller 20, you get to play heads up. And it's a fun prize this week. We
3: have another four-pack of tickets to watch your Las Vegas Lights football club on Friday at Cashman Field. It's going to be a lot of fun. And if you want to win these tickets, all you got to do is be caller 20 right now at 702-364-9400. You get to pick your your category and your partner. And if you get six and 60 seconds, you're going to win. Easy as that. 702-364-9400.
1: It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1.
3: Kendall, good morning. You're caller 20. Ready to play Heads Up? Hello. Hi, let's do this. We want to get you these tickets to check out the Las Vegas lights. Kendall, pick a category. Do you want to go with Papa, Sit Around the Campfire, Smoothies, Summertime, or Safari Cruise? Summertime. Summertime. All right. Today is the first day of, first full day of summer. And so these are all things that are related to the season. Who do you want to pick as your partner, Kendall? Um,. Let's go with you. All right, all
4: right, Kendall. Here's the deal: you got 60 seconds on the clock. Very simple. You get six cracked, and you get a four pack of tickets to the Las Vegas Lights FC. They got a home game Friday night. We got your tickets for you, and you start now.
3: This shines in the sky. It's hot. Shine. Yes. This is where you go to um, see the ocean. The grainy stuff. The beach. Yes, the beach. Uh, this is when you're you you get two weeks of this when you vacation. Yes, this is what you build on the beach. You use like buckets. Yes, this is um when you go outside, you just instantly get really Uh, sunburned. Um, with the person sweaty. uh, Sweaty. Yes, this is what you jump into to cool off the pool. Yeah, nice. Woo, Kendall, you're awesome. This Monday morning Congratulations Thank
4: you You're all set Kendall A four pack of tickets Las Vegas Lights FC They have a home game Friday night Versus San Diego And you will be there Now we have Heads Up Coming up again In the 8 o'clock hour And when you win Heads Up At 825 Tickets to Machine Gun Kelly It's Mix 94.1
3: Mix ninety four point one it is Mercedes in the morning six thirty eight on Monday morning and we were talking in what's trending about that HBO Max story. If you're an HBO Max uh subscriber, you may have received this. They accidentally sent out a blank email with the heading integration test email number one to a bunch of their subscribers last week. It was on Thursday night. People joked about it, saying, oh, it must have been an intern. Well, guess what? It actually was an intern. (laughs) And HBO admitted it on Twitter. They said that they apologized for the inconvenience. And as the jokes pile in, yes, it was the intern. No, really. And we're helping them through it. And so they were, I mean, maybe they are joking, but it just got a lot of people to really empathize with the with the intern on social media. And so they were sharing their mistakes that they made. And I thought that it was really sweet. It turned into a nice thing. So if it really was an intern, you could see some of these, these mistakes that other people have made while on the job and think, okay, you know, of all the things, this was pretty big, but at least I'm not alone out there in my job screw up. So, so what is... The biggest screw up you've ever had on your job, the the screw up that you were just like, I'm I'm never going to get through this. I I'm never going to live this down. 702-364-9400. So many people shared them. The, the one that I saw a couple that were really funny. One of them was um, once when I was a junior copywriter, applied to my dream job at the Atlantic and wrote copywriter on my resume They spelled copywriter C-O-P-Y-R-I-G-H-T-R instead of writer W-R-I-T-E-R. They wrote, like, I misspelled the job I wanted, (laughs) which was a job for good spellers. You're doing all right, okay?
4: (laughs) I was the same way. Just I got hooked on reading these responses on Saturday. This woman wrote, dear intern, I was using my desktop calendar to make a monthly note of when I started my menstrual period. But after several months I realized I was making that note on a calendar I shared with all of my colleagues company wide. I was 37 years old.
3: Yeah, that's uh I, there's uh, we've all been through it. Mm-hmm. So so what was it for you? What was your big mistake? And were you able to to go through live through it or were you in, in a situation where you're like I got to quit this job. I cannot be here because I will never be able to escape this. Uh let us know. You can call us or text us. Tom is on the phone. Hey Tom, what happened to you?
2: Well I was a police officer and I was uh driving to a call and I was in a hurry because I had to eat some buddies for lunch and
1: I uh a van turned in front of me, and I drove my police car through a residential brick wall in somebody's neighborhood and hit their above-ground swimming pool.
2: Oh, no.
3: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just Not just the brick wall, but the above-ground swimming pool also. So did they, did they give you a hard time about that for a long time? I did that probably my fourth year of my career, and I heard about
1: it. Twenty-seven
3: years later, at my retirement party, <laughs> <laughs> you're never gonna uh, let that down. And here we are talking about it again. Tom, you're a good sport. I mean, it's good that you can admit that. I
4: love how he said he was driving <laughs> to an important call, had to meet some buddies for lunch. <laughs>
3: yeah,
4: but that's important. Lunch it's very, is important. very important. Sirens on and everything. I get it. Would <laughs> you have?
3: Do you have one? Um, I think when you know, I've had little ones here and there, but nothing really huge. I do remember though once. Um, when I was working in a department store and, um, we, I was in charge of doing the markdown. So you get, you used to get this printout. It's totally different now, but we used to get this printout of the things that needed to be marked down, and you you took your red pen and you wrote the new price. So I had this whole section of markdowns that I had to do. So I'm writing the price. It's like you know, twenty four ninety seven, twenty four ninety seven, twenty four ninety seven, and I just stopped paying attention, and I end up doing a rack that was like a luxury brand jacket and this jacket was $450 and I marked it down to 24 97 and so a couple hours later I'm at the I'm at the um, checkout this lady brings a jacket she's like this is twenty four ninety seven and I was like yeah. So she's like, nice. She buys, she buys it. I, I check her out. My manager, she would just happen to be there. She goes, did you, did I just hear her right? Did you sell her that jacket for $25? I'm like, it was on the markdowns. I was a number off on the SKU label. And it was actually something next to it that was originally $40 to be marked down to oh. 2490s. So I sold a $480 jacket for 25 bucks. Oops. So we had to take all the other ones off the rack, re them, and it was a mess. I was in so much trouble.
4: Luckily, it was only just one. Because I would imagine that person that got it for so cheap just kind of stunned that they paid 25 bucks for this really expensive jacket. And probably told their friends, like, hey, go down to wherever you're working at. They've got a huge sale going on in their jackets, you guys. Get down and take advantage of it.
3: I, if I was actually upset with myself that I didn't buy the same jacket with my employee <laughs> discount because I would have got 20% off cheaper, of that. Right? I was like, dang it, why did I do that?
4: We have a lot coming up this morning. Don't forget, 7 o'clock hour, Mix 94.1's cash code returns. Your chance to win $1,000 starts up at 720. And then up next is the Hot 3. What do you got for us?
3: As many vacations have happened and are going to continue throughout the summer, we're going to have to deal with something called vacation inflation. We're going to talk about that. Also, has science finally come up with a cure for the hiccups? And what tattoo does does this state get more than any other state out there? We'll tell you what it is coming up next in the hot 3.
1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for walk well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
2: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
4: The Kid Roy Without You, it's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning, and the number one song in the country right now is Butter by BTS, and we have it coming up right after the Hot 3.
1: It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1.
4: The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed.
3: All right, if a vacation is part of your summer plans, you may have to break open the kids' piggy bank because the average U.S. hotel room rate is up 51% from 2019. Now, 2020 does not count because not many of us were staying at hotels, but a nationwide... uh, Study shows that rates for short time short term rentals from places like airbnb have already surpassed pre pandemic pricing. the average u s short term rental stay is up twenty one percent from the same month in twenty nineteen and travel experts say that if you haven't booked your vacation yet, be prepared to pay <laughs> a lot of money.
4: We're doing the same trip we did last year. we went to Wyoming last year in July, and we're doing the exact same trip again this year. And I noticed when we booked a while back, but I noticed when we booked rates were were much higher than they were last year because last year was July during the pandemic. And then we just decided like last week, like, hey, maybe we should start making some dinner reservations to the places we went to last year. And last year we walked into restaurants and places with zero issue. This year we can't even get reservations at these places.
3: Yeah, it's just going to be crazy.
4: People-wise, too. Price-wise up, and then there's more people traveling this summer, too, which is which is a great thing, but it's just interesting to see how last year was like, went everywhere with ease. This year, I think it'll be a little bit different going up there.
3: Yeah, pl- people want to go out, and, and I get it. I, I think that you're going to see a lot of prices up and just a lot more crowds then even before the pandemic, I think everyone's just in a mad rush to get out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, also this morning, it, holding your breath is free. So this is definitely more expensive. But if it really does work, maybe it's worth it. Scientists say they've finally come up with a product that cures the hiccups. It is an L-shaped straw called the Hickaway that it launched on Kickstarter a year ago, and a new study has found that this actually works 92% of the time. So two holes at the bottom of the straw create a small amount of pressure when you drink water through it. And that pressure repositions your diaphragm just enough to stop hiccups immediately. You can actually get one on Amazon for $15 just looks like a normal straw, but like I said, those two little holes are actually the the key to getting them to go away. So if you get hiccups a lot, maybe your whole family gets them. It might be worth the fifteen dollar investment.
4: I so think we try it for Try Tuesday. Only problem is we have to somehow get a case of the hiccups before we try. The said item.
3: Yeah, exactly. So that's probably. <laughs> <could be> hard. <laughs> I don't know how time. we even do that. Is
4: there anything you eat or anything that you eat and it and instantly triggers the hiccups for you?
3: No, not for me. You
4: nothing. No, but when I get them, they're hard and violent. Though they're not like soft and gentle. They're hard and I'm like ah, oh, they hurt.
3: Yeah, that's uh, that's how it is for my husband. Not violent, but it's more like it lasts for. Like a day. No, really? Yeah, they last for a very long time. It's really it's Get on really the straw. Sad. We'll yeah. find out. Um, finally, this morning, the problem with tattoos is they're basically forever, and what might be cool in the moment may not be cool in the future. And even in the moment, what may be cool in one area may seem strange in another. So someone crunched the numbers and put together a list of tattoos that each state gets more than any other. And here are some of the state's with interesting tastes. Arizona, for instance, they get Shia LaBeouf tattoos. What? They they're a fa- he's not even from Arizona, but they get tattoos of him for some reason. Wyoming is getting coronavirus tattoos. Uh, Maine is also getting COVID tattoos. Washington, they get fly tattoos. Like a fly. Mm-hmm. Um Georgia, big fans of the dolphin tattoo. And the people that live in Kentucky, they get Disney characters the most. Um, Some states are actually known for their placement. Utah gets tattooed eyeliner a lot, while Nebraska gets a lot of finger tattoos. There are also political tattoos, which seem unlikely to age well. Michigan gets Biden, Mississippi gets Trump, and Pennsylvania gets Bernie. Now, what tattoo does Nevada get more than any other state? Gemini tattoos. There must be a lot of Geminis oh, living in our in our state because we get that more than any other state out there.
4: Does anyone, do you have the list here, any state have a lightning bolt? That's uh, one of the tattoos. My wife got her first tattoos uh, about a month ago. She On her left wrist, it says eyes up, which is a, a horse term terminology for her. And then she got a lightning bolt on her right forearm.
3: I don't see that. No, I don't see a lightning bolt anywhere. I'm looking at just like our home state uh mine is colorado they get the most aztec tattoos uh like i said for yours pennsylvania most bernie tattoos uh california Steph the most portrait tattoos so um yes some of these are very interesting when you mean portrait do you mean like a a, like a self-portrait yeah, of
4: themselves. Ooh,
0: or
3: or, or to of, to other, of other people, apparently. Steps, yeah. next, steps next
4: tattoo.
0: No, it probably won't be a me, Maybe a momo.
4: Oh, the self portrait of your dog. There you go. Why
0: not? <laughs> All
4: right, coming up here in the 7 o'clock hour, start your work week with an extra $1,000. Mix one's cash code return starts up today. 720, be here for your chance to win. Let
3: it- BTS on Mix Sunday 4.1. If you're looking to get yourself one of those BTS McDonald's meals, you're too late. They stopped selling them over the weekend, so we had to go get one. One last one over the weekend we honestly my kids have never wanted to go to mcdonald's as much as they did during that whole bts meal and it's just like you get 10 chicken mcnuggets and a drink and the fries say, how many times but kids- it's bts there you go <laughs> so it is 659 mercedes in the morning over the weekend we had such a funny celebrity run-in vegas is open and if you have not been to the strip Man, we went down there this weekend. We went to try the new Bobby Flay restaurant down at Caesars Palace called Amalfi. And it was really good. It was just my husband and I. We walked into Caesars and there's just this wall-to-wall people, like people waiting in lines to get into that Lisa Vanderpump bar. Like, it was crazy. Just people gambling. Vegas is open. And, And he and I are sitting in the restaurant and we had a funny celebrity run-in has anyone had a comical celebrity running run-in and who was it with what happened 702-364-9400 it's kind of two parts so the first part was we're at bobby flay's restaurant and we're sitting there eating and um all of a sudden my husband goes don't look behind you but bobby flay is right there and i was like what So I'm trying to think like how do I how do I do this without being creepy? So I open my phone like I'm going to take a selfie and I zoom in on him and there he is literally right behind me talking to the table. And I was like, oh my God, like I didn't know what to do. I was like so excited because like Bobby Flay, like he's, you know, he's, I don't know, I'm I'm a fan. And so we didn't, we didn't really talk to him or anything, but it was just cool to have him. And I was like totally fangirling there. And so later on at dinner, there's someone, one of my coworkers, uh, she texts me and she's like, don't look, but Dana White is here. So, of course, what's the first thing I do is I look in her direction and she's like that way. And I look and there he is. I'm like, oh, how cool. And my husband immediately perks up because his claim to fame is that Dana White follows him on Instagram. Oh, nice. He like had to request him and because my husband's is private and he accepted the request. He's like, Dana White just requested me on Instagram. I'm like, that's odd. So he goes, I'm going to go say hi. I'm like, do not. He is with his friends and family. Do not bother him. So he just stood up for a second and he's like, well, I'm going to walk towards the bathroom and see if he says anything. So he starts getting up. He starts walking. And Dana White looks at him and goes, hey, action Matt. Oh, he recognized Matt. He recognized my husband. It was so funny funny oh, so cool. i was dying he's like yay so they start talking all of a sudden i turn around he brings him over to the table is like oh my husband goes oh mercedes is here he's like oh my gosh i gotta come say hi so he came over talked to us for a little while so nice so nice but it was just such a funny celebrity run-in that he recognized my husband uh and and he actually called out to him it was crazy so have you ever had a funny or a crazy celebrity run in. In this town it happens all the time. And what was it? Seven oh two three six four ninety four hundred.
4: I think maybe uh Dana White's family is kind of the same way. Maybe he's like, Hey, is that Action Matt over there? i want gonna go see hi like no, don't don't disturb him. Yeah, I don't he's know with about his family that. right now. And he Dana White's I'm just gonna walk over to the bathroom then. It's okay guys. And, then, and that's how the two met up at the restaurant. Oh
3: man, it was really funny. But he was just it was really that made my husband's night. I'm he sure, felt yeah. he felt so cool that Dana White recognized him. It was like the coolest thing for him.
4: Well, what is it? Yeah, what's your funny, unique celebrity run in seven hundred two three six four ninety four hundred? I'm gonna go way back to nineteen ninety four on this one because I look back on this and I wish I would have reacted in a different way. But this is when I was working at the hotel back east, and they were short staff uh, the summer of ninety four. So I was kind of helping out in different departments. And on the weekend, they had they had a bar downstairs in the restaurant, and they created they turned the bar into a sandwich bar. And you walk down to the sandwich bar, and it's like it's like a subway. It's a sandwich shop. There's all the fixings laid out in front of you and a big sign that says sandwich bar with the arrow pointing down. And I'm working the sandwich bar for the first time ever. And I'm standing behind the sandwich bar like, all right. Mm-hmm. And Conan O'Brien comes walking in and this show has maybe been on for about not even a year now, but I, I, I watched it. So I recognize him. I see Conan O'Brien. We're about an hour and a half from New York city. I'm like, Conan O'Brien's coming down to the sandwich bar. And he walks up. He looks at the fixings, looks at the sign, looks at me and goes, do you know where I can get a good sandwich? Like, just being sarcastic and funny. and right. And instead of, like, playing along and, and making him a sandwich, I recommended a restaurant up the street.
3: Oh, my gosh. Instead of the one you were and literally Yeah, because
4: I, I truly thought, like, he maybe was confused, didn't see this stuff. But like looking back, like, he looked at the giant sign above my head, looked at the sandwich fixing in front of me, then looked at me and said, hey, you know where I can get a good sandwich? You're expecting me to, you know, say something funny back. And I'm like, yeah, there's a sandwich shop up the street.
3: Oh, my gosh. And he was
4: kind of confused. And he was had a girl with him. He's like, um... He's like, okay. And he left. I'm like, ah... I didn't pick up on it at the time, but I look back and I'm like, you idiots! you handled that all wrong.
3: And sometimes you just get start-struck. Yeah. You don't know what to say. Let's talk to Faith this morning. Hey, Faith, what happened to you? So I ran into Holly Madison
0: at the Secret Garden. She was just like chilling with her family, um, kind of just blurted out, oh, my God, is that Holly Madison? And then she came over, she gave me a hug,
3: ended up taking a picture with her too, and then she liked it on Instagram. Oh, my gosh. That's so sweet. She approached you after she heard you talking about her. Yeah, she, I, like, literally just blurted out, oh, my God, is that how I imagine? Because I
0: didn't know how to approach it. And she just looked at me, and she goes, yes, I am. I'm like, She <laughs> is
3: super sweet. She, she stitched um, a, a TikTok of mine once and that, posted it on you. hers, and I was like, Oh, my God. And I was shocked. And so I, like, reposted it or whatever with my reaction. And then she liked that. So I was like, she's the sweetest person ever. So nice.
4: All right, coming up here, your chance to win $1,000. You got Mix 94.1's cash code. So 720 is your chance to win some serious money. And we also have The Dirt coming up in just about 10 minutes
1: we never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1.
4: Well, another day, another update in the Chrissy Teigen online bullying controversy. Safely, a home cleaning and self-care line that Chrissy co-founded with Chris Jenner announced on Instagram that the model would be stepping away from the brand to take much-needed time to focus on herself and be with her family. Now, this is all coming after TV personality Courtney Stodden revealed that she was harassed by Chrissy publicly and privately. And then designer Michael Costello said Chrissy's bullying led him to thoughts of suicide. And he's got DM screenshots to kind of prove it. And by the way, Chrissy and her husband, John Legend, they claim the DMs were falsified. To which Michael responded, this was an effort to downplay her harassment and only prove that she is the same bully she has always been.
3: They did bring up some good points, though, like the profile picture that that he had on the screenshots. She didn't use until this year when he said that they came out in this year. Then also Instagram didn't have a couple of features that were appearing on the screenshots. The features that came out just a year ago. So, yeah, you know, just trying to get the facts here. It looks like it, there's the possibility that some of them, I'm not saying all of them, but some of them could have been doctored.
4: Yeah. And if, if it's a picture of something that he claims, oh, you sent the, this to me a couple of years ago. Like, well, the photo you have and the profile shot of her is a photo that we took last year.
3: Right. And then the, the original ones that he showed didn't have the verified symbol that she is a verified account. And then I guess he went back and posted some and then all of a sudden they had the verification on there oh, so that's fishy. So, so some things are just not adding up yeah that's, yeah it's just not it's not making sense
4: that one's real fishy yeah. if it had the, the the blue check and they did not or vice versa oh something's going on there mm-hmm. it was recently recently announced that chris harrison would not be returning for the bachelorette and that david spade and other comedians would be hosting bachelor in paradise well chris harrison did not leave the show empty-handed He got a payout of roughly $10 million. Now, this is a combination of a $9 million exit settlement plus some remaining contractual fees. So a $10 million payout. By the way, he wanted a $25 million payout. They said no, and he got
3: 10. Still, that's pretty good. That'll last you for a little while.
4: Yeah, he said for a little bit there. Jesse Williams played Dr. Jason Avery on Grey's Anatomy, and he was a fan favorite with many. And many were upset when he left the show. But that might be a good thing for fans because it freed Jesse up to join the new Broadway production of Take Me Out in a role that includes full frontal nudity. So on Ellen, he said, it's terrifying in all the right ways. I'm looking forward to being challenged in new ways, to be scared and excited, uh-oh, and to be pushed as well.
3: That'll be, uh, I'm sure they will sell a lot of tickets
4: for that. Right. And then the Jonas Brothers released a new anthem for the Tokyo Olympics. It's called Remember This. Here is some of that song right here. Just
1: one more
4: dance.
3: Just like this There's a fire in your eyes I can't resist Baby, where can I want to remember this? Baby,
4: where can I want to remember this? I can taste it forever on your lips Remember this will be featured during NBC's coverage of this summer's Tokyo Olympic Games which begin July
3: 23rd. Hey, speaking of the Olympics, congratulations to all the the qualifiers from locally the sandpipers uh Kitty Grimes Kitty ledecky uh there were some Bella Sims uh, they all qualified for the Tokyo Olympics to, uh, this over the weekend so that Kitty Grimes is only 15 years old so wow. that was really really cool that's
4: awesome right, coming up next hour we have heads up at 825 and when you win heads up you get tickets to machine gun Kelly it's Mix 94.1 Mercedes in the morning.
3: Mix 94.1, it is 7.31 Monday morning, Mercedes in the morning. And it sounds like you had fun over at Barrett-Jackson this weekend.
4: Yeah, it was a blast. I was out there a couple of times. It went out there Saturday. I was out there all day Saturday. and, And late Saturday afternoon, they had a couple things going on with the Raiders. Uh, one was a charity auction. They had this custom-built Raiders edition of the Ford Bronco, and they were auctioning that off for charity. And it sold for two hundred and I think it was two hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. Is what it sold for, which is really cool because the money is going to the Raiders Foundation, and then also grant a gift for autism foundation here in town, so it was a cool charity bid that they had going on, they had some players out there, and and the Raider cheerleaders were out there with the the Ford Bronco, which was neat, and so that kind of rolled off the auction block, and then the next vehicle that came up on the auction block was John Gruden, Coach Gruden's personal Ford Mustang GT350, and um, they they started the bid, I think, $100,000, a very rare um, Ford Mustang that he has, and at one point, the auctioneer is talking about the car, and he says, the reason he says the main reason is that why Coach Gruden wants to get rid of the vehicle is because he never learned how to drive manual. Mm. Like, wow, he's got that crazy, insane muscle car. I don't know how he got it in the first place. And Coach Gruden doesn't know how to drive stick. So that's one of the reasons he's auctioning off this incredible car on Saturday.
3: Well, you might as well let someone who does know how to drive stick have this amazing car. It's kind of just going away sitting there, you know. But it seems like something he w- would have learned before he got the car.
4: Yeah, yeah, at some point, one would think, but is there something you can't do as an adult? John Gruden, I think he's like 57 years old, never learned how to drive stick. And then he gets this really cool muscle car and just never bothered still to learn how to I – I guess the car just sat in his garage. I don't know, but yeah, Coach Gruden, can't drive stick.
3: You know, he's doing that Marie Kondo thing where he's like, the things that do not bring me joy. <laughs> this car, I'm sitting here when it's – it's so nice and it's not being driven. I must get rid of it. So what is the thing that you still don't know how to do? As an adult, you, maybe you didn't even learn, bother learning. Maybe you were never taught, and you just never got around to learning. 702-364-9400.
4: Is there something on your end that you can't do as an adult? You can drive stick, right? Didn't you learn on a stick shift?
3: Yeah, that's that was the first kind of car I learned how to drive on. Um, me and my, my brother that's right next to me in age, he and I know how to, but my youngest brother and sister, they do not know how to because – by the time they got cars, they were automatic cars. So yeah, we both learned how to drive a stick. My husband does not know how to drive a stick. He will tell you he does. He does not. Um, and so when we went to Europe, when we rented a car in Europe, all they had were sticks at the rental place we went to, and so I had to drive us through Europe. I was all upset. I was like, well, I'm I'm stuck driving. So you know, I'm it's it's weird to drive in another state, but driving in another country. Oh my gosh, I was freaking out, but I had to drive because we had sticks that we were given.
4: So you're doing stick, and you're also on the, on the other side of the road too, correct?
3: No, 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 not in Germany oh, and, you're in and in Austria. Same okay. and, and, and I did not drive in London. I knew better than that. <laughs> I, we we decided to just take Ubers in London, but yeah. Um, and for me, I think that the big thing is, uh, and I always remember that I never learned how to do this. Right around this time of the year, in the summertime when it's pool season, is I never learned how to properly dive. No, I'm not talking about like Olympic-style jump off and do flips and stuff. But just dive into a pool. I have to jump in, like plug my nose and, whew, because I can't just dive in. I always land on my stomach. like it's just. No one ever taught me how to do that. I was so sad.
4: You're talking about hands in front of yeah, you nice little smooth, yeah. zero splash when you go in. Really? I,
3: I can't do that. I I jump in and I land on my stomach <laughs>
4: like a like a belly like flop. <laughs> yeah,
3: I I can't go do it so my head and my hands go in first. I just never learned how to do that. <laughs> we got to work awful. on that. Now that you got a pool too. Oh, man. Have an instructor
4: come over. It's yeah. too
3: late. I'm just like forget it. I'll just jump in. No, cuz <laughs>
4: doing doing that smooth dive is so, so so nice. Our our pool, I think the low end is like maybe 4 feet. And then the deep end is maybe six feet. It's not a deep pool. But I I love to go in and do that nice little dive and the zero splash. And you go down and control it where you just kind of skim the bottom if you want and then slide back up. That's very smooth to do.
3: Well, look at you being off fancy with your diving.
4: Michael Phelps over (laughs) here. (laughs) What about you? Uh, Whistling. I, I cannot. I wish I knew how to whistle. I mean, I can do. That's about it. But. I I remember being a kid and my grandfather, Pappy, just doing that super both fingers in your mouth and super loud. You could hear it. I felt like miles away it was so loud. That's something I cannot do. My whistle is very weak.
3: That I mean, that's not the strongest, but at least, you know, I can still hear a, a little bit of a whistle in there. Some people can't even get that. Some people are like... You know, can you whistle? Yeah, yeah, I can whistle. I I I don't know if I can whistle that great, but I can definitely get a whistle out. Not loud though. I know the the whistle you're talking about. My husband can do that, and he does it like that's his signal. If we lose him in public, he'll go. (laughs) But he does it really loud, Uh and it's that way. And we all look because we're like, okay, he's around here somewhere whistling for us.
4: It's the calling card of Matt.
3: Yes. Let's talk to Jason. Jason, what is the thing that you did not know how to do as an adult? Dive. Oh, you were diving too. Did you ever learn? Yeah, I
1: was dying too. And um, a friend of mine said, you got to look down and put your chin down just like when we're riding motocross. And your your body will follow that. And when you concentrate on
3: that, that will happen. I literally just put my head down <laughs> like I was diving. <laughs> and just, as you said that, maybe I'll try it again. I've never had any luck with diving. It's always been a struggle for me. I. I just I think I chicken out at the last minute and I kind of like you look up, up and yeah. boom, just land straight on my belly. It's not fun.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we'll videotape it, work on it, and we'll see your progress over yeah, the summer. Yeah, that's
3: a great idea.
4: <laughs> and then also, too, and, uh, Coach Gruden, let's teach you how to... That's what we'll do this summer. We'll teach uh, Coach Gruden how to drive stick, you'll learn how to dive, and I'll learn how to whistle We we'll different people by the end of the summer.
3: Yeah, that's uh, th- that's some lofty goals there, but we could try it.
4: <laughs> Coming up next, we have the Hot 3. What do you got for us? All
3: right, what cities have the worst drivers and what cities have the best drivers and if you had to guess which list we would be on what would you say also kids who play this game have better social skills and you've all been there where you're, if you're in a fantasy football league, the loser of the league has to do something as a form of punishment. Well, we were all following this guy's punishment over the weekend. Wait until you hear it. It's coming up next. It's mix.
4: 94.1. Mix 94.1 Mercedes in the morning. Next hour, eight twenty. 20, your chance to win $1,000 with our cash code.
1: It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1.
4: The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed
3: There's a list of U.S. cities with the worst drivers, and chances are you're expecting our city to be on it. I mean... When's the last time you've driven and you thought, wow, these people are so good at driving (laughs) while you're looking at each other on the road? An insurance company dug through millions of insurance quotes in the 70 largest cities in the United States. And they ranked them based on how bad the drivers were. The ones with the most accidents, the most speeding tickets, DUIs and other citations. And overall, Omaha, Nebraska drivers are the worst, partly because Omaha had the most DUIs over the past year, two California cities were the next worst Riverside and Bakersfield followed by Columbus, Ohio, Richmond, Virginia, Fresno, California, Sacramento, Salt Lake city, Austin, Texas, and Baltimore. Those are your worst cities with the worst drivers. Now on the flip side, The drivers in Birmingham, Alabama, were rated the best. They had fewer speeding tickets and driving citations than any other city. They also had a low number of DUIs and accidents. St. Louis had the second best drivers, followed by Little Rock, Arkansas, New Orleans, Memphis, Louisville, Kentucky, Detroit, Atlanta, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and Grand Rapids, Michigan. Those are the the cities with the best drivers. So as far as Las Vegas goes, would you put it... On the, I'll tell you, they're top twenty on one of those lists, best or or worst.
4: You know, I know, I know. There's issues out there on the roads, but I would say we're on, we're in the top twenty of the best drivers.
3: Really? We're on the worst drivers list. We are number eighteen. Oh man, (laughs) worst (laughs) drivers. I was giving our city and you guys out there on the road right now some credit. No, don't do it. Don't give anyone credit. We are terrible. Uh, Apparently, we have a lot of speeding tickets here in town. Oh, that's okay. A lot of speeders.
4: Does every state blame another state? Because I remember uh, first coming here to, to Las Vegas working at the rental car place and being issues and everyone always blaming California drivers. Ah, oh, California drivers. California drivers. Growing up in Pennsylvania, it was always either New York or New Jersey. Ah, oh, New York drivers. New Jersey drivers. And they never accepted the responsibility. They always put it on the state next to them.
3: Well, how long can you do that for? How long can uh, does someone have to live there before you say, oh, no, it's just us? Yeah, at some point,
4: you have to accept responsibility for your driving.
3: Yeah. Time. So, yeah, sorry, guys. We're not on the good list. But I don't think that's a big a big surprise to anyone. I don't know. I was not surprised. I actually was surprised we weren't higher on the worst driver's list. (laughs) Also this morning, uh, for as long as kids have been playing video games, their parents have been worried about their effects. And when the games they're playing are more violent, there's even more cause for concern with moms and dads. Well, the video game Fortnite, where players fight it out to be the sole survivor or surviving team on an island, it's popular with kids. But according to new research, the benefits of playing could outweigh the game's more violent aspects. This new study finds that after playing Fortnite, kids may show more pro-social behavior the children they they had them play two games they played either pinball or they played Fortnite. and they asked about their enjoyment in the game as well as how much of their prize money they'd give to charity and if they'd be willing to help researchers in the future and the researchers found that the kids who played Fortnite were found to give and offer more money for a donation than those who played pinball Children playing Fortnite were also more likely to help researchers with further studies. The study authors say that this could be because kids enjoy playing Fortnite more, so they were feeling more positive emotions. Even though it's considered a violent game, it made players feel good playing it, it and that makes them feel more generous and willing to help. So along with backing up previous research that found playing violent video games does not lead to violent behavior, the study also shows playing Fortnite could have more positive effects on kids.
4: Which do you think your kids would rather spend the afternoon playing, Fortnite or pinball?
3: I, I, my kids don't even know what pinball is. They like they, they would stand there, try, like, what? How do you even do this? I uh, yeah, Fortnite for sure. And one of my daughters is really good at it, so she's a big fan. She plays every day.
4: Can we do one of those videos that you see where kids see something for the first time and have to talk, have to walk us through it? Maybe put Brooklyn in front of a pinball machine. Like, what is this? You pull this thing down, the, the ball goes rolling. You got your flippers on your left and uh, right. Oh,
3: yeah. She she would be clueless, but it could be very funny. Yeah, it could be entertaining. We'd take her to the Pinball Hall of Fame or something. Yeah, some cool games <laughs> out there. Yeah,
4: she might fall in love.
3: Finally this morning, we see at least one of these stories a year now, and everyone who does it says it's like going to war. A 25-year-old guy in Mississippi named Lee Sanderlin placed last in his fantasy football league last year. So his punishment was 24 hours at a Waffle House. Well, he had a choice, though. He could sit there for a full day and just relax, or he could shave off one hour for every waffle he ate. He showed up just after 4 p.m. on Thursday. And this, if you followed on Twitter, it was fantastic to, to be updated on what he was doing. He ended up eating nine waffles. So that cut his time there down to just 15 hours, and he left just after 7 a.m. on Friday morning. He posted updates on Twitter the whole time, and his last update said, quote, the sun is rising, it's a new day, and I'm never eating waffles again. <laughs> I just, I, When he was on his fourth or fifth, I and he was saying how he really felt like he was going to get sick, and it felt like just lead in his stomach. I don't know. I was I was getting those feels from him. I was starting to feel sick too reading it. I felt for him. It was it was brutal. The first one's like all great. He doused it with maple syrup and butter. He's like this is delicious and then by the middle of it he's like oh god, what did I get myself into? These are just regular waffles he was doing. The waffle house waffles. They're they're pretty big. Oh,
4: they're, they're larger than
3: Yeah, they're like a plate size. Oh, they're they're okay. So imagine like How many of those do you think you could eat in 24 hours? I think our instinct is like, oh, gosh, I could eat 10 of those. No problem. But I could see after two or three, I would... I think I would start to feel real sick myself.
4: Because I devoured three waffles yesterday morning, but those were toaster waffles. So these oh, are, those these are like
3: little Eggos. Yeah, yeah
4: so I this is three times as big as those or something a like that?
3: Five, I'd even say four times. Oh, They're okay. pretty, pretty <laughs> large, yeah. Did, did our fa-
4: does our Fantasy League has a, have a last place punishment? Is no, it, or it, d- it
3: doesn't, but we were talking about that because um, Sophie thinks that it should. Like, you have to pay afterwards or something like that because we haven't had that. We've just had prizes for the top three instead.
4: I, I like that because in, in my other league, league the if you come in last place there's a financial you have to pay and then you also have to sit out the following year
3: oh wow that's brutal
4: yeah real hard so yeah we have guys that are a couple guys that are coming and going because the last place we have we we, we have like rotating guys that that, that come in and stuff but yeah that's hardcore stuff
3: i'm trying to see who came in last place on our league last year and who would if we did have that in place who would be sitting out
4: and i like the financial thing too because we didn't have that at first and then there's always that person that's in last place and they realize they have no chance they kind of give up on their team and then they're playing someone that that needs you know definitely needs a win it's like no you need to try hard through the end of the season so that encourages everyone to try your best until the final game of the season
3: yeah like i i feel like sometimes people they're like okay i'm gonna put in all my terrible uh players here because you know I, I want this person to, to get more points or something like that.
4: Who came in last place? You see? I,
3: I, I can't pull it up yet. I, I haven't logged into the app for so long it logged me out. So <laughs> I, I got I to gotta look that up. All
4: right. Coming up here in the 8 o'clock hour, we have your tickets to Machine Gun Kelly, who will be at the theater at the Virgin Hotel in October. We got yours at 825.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue.
0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
3: 94.1. It is 8 o'clock. Mercedes in the morning over the weekend. uh, It was Father's Day. Hope all the dads had a great day yesterday. Saturday, we were like mad scramble trying to get stuff ready for Father's Day. We had our gifts but we didn't have cards, and I'm, I'm, like, iffy on cards. Part of me feels like they're the biggest waste of money ever. And then the other part of me is like, oh, it, it shows you really went the extra mile and you really cared. And typically, I just don't do cards because I just, eh. But then every Mother's Day, I always get the nicest cards from my family, and they mean a lot. So I told the girls, I'm like, we got to go get your dad cards. And so everyone's like, all right, let's go. So on Saturday, we, we head over to Target. The mission, get three Father's Day cards, one from me, one from both of them. That is our mission.
4: Very simple. Easy.
3: Do you think we accomplished that mission?
4: Yes. You got your cards, right?
3: And about $300 worth of other stuff. (laughs) Wait, have you ever gone somewhere to buy one thing and you walked out with something completely different or Something in addition to it. I think that happens at Target a lot. You go, you go for has anyone ever walked out of Target spending less than $100? Is my question. Or same thing with Costco. What did you go in intending to buy? And what did you leave a place with? 702 364 9400. So we get there. Literally, the cards, the greeting cards are the first thing we see, but it's right next to the music section. And apparently there was some BTS box set that my daughter had to have. Oh, my gosh. It's limited edition. I got to get this. I'm like, all right. But you're paying me back. I will. I will. Oh, my gosh. I will. Okay. So we get that. We go. We get the cards. Yay. Got our cards. So I'm like, all right. Let's go. Let's go check out. My other daughter's like, do we have gift bags? I'm like, ooh, we don't. So we go back. Get the gift bags. Now, at this point, we're over by the bedding. My daughter's like, I need a new comforter. It's been like six years since I got a new comforter. Fine, get a comforter. Pick one. Let's go. So we go. Then we start walking out. I don't have any clothes for vacation. Oh, my gosh. By the time it was all said and done, we had clothes. We had comforter. We had the BTS box set. We still had the cards and the gift bags. And then I saw some snack mix that was on sale. So I grabbed that, a bucket of that, and we left. $300 later, it was absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) Absolutely ridiculous.
4: Is Target one of those stores that gets you when you do that? Target, Costco, Bed Bath & Beyond. Are those the stores that you cannot go in and get just one thing? Try as hard as you can.
3: I can't. I can't they're gonna
4: get you every time you go in.
3: It's impossible. This is why I don't like to go to stores. Cause I. Uh, my husband hates going to the grocery store with me because I like to go up and down every single aisle and look at stuff. He likes to go in with his list of what he buys and then leaves. But not me. I wanna I wanna look. Because what if there's something I missed? You know? Mm-hmm. Has anyone ever done that where you were gonna buy one thing? What did you go in wanting to buy? And what did you leave with? 702-364-9400.
4: I normally do the grocery shopping in, in our house. Um, but on Saturday, it was just a super busy day for me. And my wife sent me a text. She's like, hey, I'm going to go to the grocery store to get everything we need. And that way you don't have to worry about doing it today or tomorrow. and We'll be good to go and get some stuff for dinner tonight. I'm like, "It's awesome. Cool. And she went. And she, my wife's just like you. She'll walk down the aisles and just grab stuff that just catches her eye. And so we got a lot of stuff definitely good to go for, for the next couple of days. But the one, she, one thing she didn't get was my, my chicken that I like to eat for lunch. I get that from Sprouts. Like, no problem. I'll stop by after the gym on Sunday and go inside Sprouts and get my chicken, and that's all I need, chicken and maybe barbecue sauce. That's it. So I go in there. The problem is I'm going into Sprouts after I went to the gym. So I am starving. And you go in there, I'm like, oh, hmm, I'm going to be sitting out by the pool. Some watermelon slices will be nice out by the pool today. Grab that. Go down another aisle. I bought some crackers. I bought an olive spread. I bought a chocolate bar. I got, my, my, got my, uh, my chicken. I'm like, oh, let me try some new sauces for my chicken. It's yeah, the same thing. Like, if you go to a grocery store hungry, you're going to walk out of there with a lot of stuff you don't need.
3: It's, it's really a bad idea. It, it, but at the same time, it's like when you get home and you have all that stuff, I don't know about you, but all of a sudden, the fact that I have it goes out the window. I'm like, you guys want to order something for takeout? (laughs) I I buy all these groceries and then I'm like, I don't feel like cooking. Do you guys want to order something? And then you just sit there. I can't tell you how many bags of salad I have purchased. That go bad in the bag and never open it. Throw it away, replace it with a new one. Throw it away, replace it with a new one. Don't even use it. It's so ridiculous. My wife bought
4: chicken kebabs. She went to Whole Foods on, on Saturday, and she bought chicken kebabs. And she sent me text, like, I got chicken kebabs. We can grill them on Sunday night. Last night, it's go time to start grilling. And I'm thinking in my head, I don't want to grill chicken kebabs. Yeah. Can't we just do some – we ended up cooking them and everything. But in my mind, I'm thinking, ah. Oh. Gotta get the grill ready. Got to season them. Got to cook them. It's not that hard of a deal, but same thing. I'm like, let's just get takeout.
3: Come it's, on. Just yes. it's just easier. It's just easier. Let's talk to Rodney. Rodney, what'd you walk in for, and what'd you walk out with?
4: I basically always go there for like the milk or eggs, and I end up uh, spending at least a hundred bucks on bulk item stuff that I don't expect to buy.
3: Are you talking about Costco or Sam's Club? Uh, Oh, man, they have just have so many good things and it's all out there right there in front of your eyes. You're (laughs) like, you know, we do need a new outdoor dining set (laughs) like this one right here. You know, I could use a jumbo sized barrel of cheese balls. I'm sure we'd eat them. It's crazy. I don't understand why we do this to ourselves. Louise, what happened to you? Oh, hi.
1: I walked into Costco uh, wanting to buy some uh, sunglasses and uh, end up walking out with
3: a TV. <laughs> that sounds like an awesome deal. You glasses it. Did you get the glasses at least? Uh, actually, no, I didn't.
4: <laughs> but you got a nice TV.
3: I don't need sunglasses yeah, now. I'm not going outside. i am just sitting inside watching my new TV this whole time. I oh, love
4: it. These stores, they get us. They get us. Thanks, Louise. All right, coming up here at H20, your chance to win $1,000 with Mix 94.1's Cash code. It's the Kid Leroy kicking off 60 plus minutes commercial free. It's Mix 94.1 Mercedes in the morning and just coming up in just like three, four minutes here, your chance to win $1,000 with Mix 94.1's cash code. When it comes to dating, do you think everyone has a red flag? I was at at the barn this weekend with my wife and, and one of her girlfriends out there is single and we're just talking about dating and everything and Ask if I knew any single guys that maybe I could hook her up with. I'm trying to think. I do have a couple single buddies, and and she brought up. she like, go, oh, we have to, give, you know, give him a heads up that that I'm a horse girl, and that's kind of a red flag. And we started talking about that because there is such a thing as, as the horse girl, and my, my wife is definitely a horse girl, and you spend a lot of time at, at the barn with your horses, and you get up super early in the summertime to ride your horses, and a lot of money is spent on horse shows and horse clothing. It's kind of a whole separate world, and so it's kind of a, a red flag, I guess, for some guys if they're dating a horse girl because you're now entering that world as well. So she's like, yeah. If you have anyone to set me up with, just let them know I'm a horse girl in advance.
3: I've I've heard that joke before about horse girls and that you have to know what you're getting into before. And it's like any hobby, really. I mean, if you're into something, that's kind of going to be... I don't want to say your world revolves around it, but that's an important part of your life. So, red flag as far as like, okay, you're going to be doing this a lot. Or red flag like, oh, you, you do that. Oh, that makes you this. I... Like, I don't know if I consider that a red flag in that aspect. But then again, I'm not in the world, you know. I, it, it's funny, though, that you mentioned that because just this morning I saw there's a TikTok user and she she works at a dating app and uh-huh. she posted a a public service announcement for all women. And the video was called How to Detect Dating App Red Flags by Someone who Who Works at a Dating App. And she said, "There's four things to work out for. Now, this is just dating apps. And if you have a, a red flag when it comes to dating, what is it? Two three six four ninety four hundred. Is it the horse girl, or is there such thing as a horse guy? I don't know, or something other than that. She says, if if he's standing in front of a nice car, eight times out of ten, it's not his. This is on a dating app. Uh, if the man claims to be an entrepreneur, writer, or musician, <laughs> you should take that to mean you're going to be splitting the bill at dinner." Uh, Any man who claims mom is my world, she says he'll either ghost you or propose within a month. There is no in between. And the last one, if he's looking for SMTH casual, it's not worth the tears, sis. Do you know what SMTH? You're just saying
4: that. I'm trying to think. Uh, Sex, money, time, and hobbies.
3: Uh well I, I I'm looking at different things I'm uh, hmm.
4: if he's looking and I I don't know what it means is a dating code hey just looking for S M T
3: H uh, let's ask Steph. Steph, what is S M T H because everything I see it it makes no sense I am trying to figure out the same th- is it an acronym yeah it is but I'm seeing so many different things that it could be and Smith I, I, I don't even know what that means send me to heaven is what I keep saying seeing. Um,
4: was that like uh, going to Ohio? Send yeah, me to heaven? that's what
3: I was thinking. Uh, you yeah,
4: know, that would probably be a red flag if, you're, if that's the only thing they're looking for on a first date.
3: Yeah, that's definitely a red flag. <laughs> it's not worth the tears. I. <laughs> I hope that's not something really bad. right? But those are what she says are the dating red flags. So, so what do you think? What is all for you personally, a big dating red flag? 702-364-9400. This text just came in. It says if every picture on their profile has an alcoholic beverage, that's a red flag. Maybe, yeah, maybe their, their lifestyle is a little more, um, you know geared towards drinking and maybe that's not something Party you want to be into um oh this one says i think it's supposed to be shorthand for something lol oh okay well see i don't know what these i we're don't not, go on we're not in the dating world so oh apply if he's looking us. for something casual yeah okay that makes sense thanks person for sending us that i have no idea i've never been on a dating app in my life <laughs>
4: <laughs> Is that, do you, so okay let's say you were single and uh, dating what would be your red flag uh, like a, i don't think there's any serious i don't think any deep issues like a super red flag but what would you like what would be the red flag if everyone has one what would be your red flag
3: something that i would see in someone else that i would stay away from
4: no, like, in you, for you, like, so, like, if they're say if everyone has a red flag, what would be your red flag? For someone's about to date you, like, oh, this is a red flag of mine, by the way.
3: Oh, um, uh, that I'm a Taurus, I think that would be my red flag. That, that means I will, like, love you so deeply and fight for you so passionately until... You do me wrong, and then you're dead to me. So be careful of that. Watch out. <laughs> that, would be, that would be it for me. What about you?
4: Um, I would say probably the hours of this job, it, because it, as far as like going out and wanting to do stuff, I, I cap things off. Like, oh, man, 9 o'clock is bedtime to me. 9 o'clock is that time for going out? What are you talking about? Even on the weekends, too, of like doing stuff? Like I still want to get to like I, I don't have the energy to be out late, so that would be my red
3: flag. Yeah, yeah, I think. And and Steph, you you brought up not just the hours, but just in general. Steph, our red flag is what that we're in radio. We talk about our lives, so I may or may not talk about us dating or not. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's something to be careful of. And I I don't know if you guys had the talk with your significant others when you first started dating, but I basically said that. Just FYI, I talk about everything. So if that bothers you, this is gonna we shouldn't go any further and he was fine with it and, and now I you know I'm not as like blunt and I don't put every single thing out there I ask for his permission on 50% of the things <laughs> and 50%. We know. There, there has to be an element of surprise you know yeah
4: we also know too if, if a friend confides in us you know they're confiding us not to turn around the next morning and share it on the radio there's certain things we would never share but yeah there's definitely stuff that comes with either being friends with us or dating us or somehow knowing us <laughs>
1: It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1.
3: All right, let's get our contestant on the line. It's Melanie. You ready to play Heads Up, Melanie? I'm so ready. Okay, pick a category. Do you want to go with it? music, starters, welcome to the jungle, fairy tale, or pretty in pink? Like so fairy tale. Fairy tale. Okay. International Fairy Tale Day is or actually it's fairy day is uh this Thursday. So these are all movies that have fairies in them, okay? Okay. Okay, who do you want to pick as your partner? Mercedes, I want you as my partner. Okay, let's do it. All
4: right, Melanie, very simple. You got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you'll get your tickets to go see Machine Gun Kelly. Ladies, you start now.
3: She wore a glass slipper that she left on the stairs. Cinderella. Yes. Tinkerbell was his buddy. Peter Pan. Yes. Angelina Jolie has, she plays this evil witch with the horns. Maleficent. Yes. Um, Sleeping Th- Beauty. This, this is um gr- a green guy, he's an ogre. He um is Shrek. Yes. This is um she was snoozing and someone kissed her and woke her up. No white. No, um she oh, the, Sleeping babies. yes, yes. This is the the one the boy that lies and his nose grows. Pinocchio. Yes! Wow. Woohoo! Yay! Nice job, Melanie, congratulations! Yay, I'm so excited. You guys killed
4: that one. Melanie, you're all set. You got tickets to go see Machine Gun Kelly, the theater at Virgin Hotels, or Virgin Hotel, on Saturday, October 16th. Congratulations.
0: Yay, thank you so
3: much. And
4: we'll have more of these tickets tomorrow morning when you win Heads Up at 825. And speaking of Machine Gun Kelly, here he is with my ex's best friend. Hey.
3: It's 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning, 839. Hopefully you guys had a great weekend. Happy belated Father's Day to all the dads out there over the weekend. Uh mentioned that we went down to the Strip. It was just, it was craziness, like madness. Vegas is open and things are... Back to normal, pretty much. It looked like it to me. The only thing we were down at Caesar's Palace, and uh, we were trying the new Bobby Flay restaurant there called Amalfi, and and the only thing I did notice that was that still hadn't gone back was a lot of the stores. You still have to stand in line outside in the Forum shops. B- before you go in.
4: Oh, like a, there's a capacity limit size? Yeah, of them. Okay. I
3: did notice that. One thing, though, that we did do, which I haven't done in a long time, was at, whenever we go to a casino, our little thing is we each have, have $20 that we can gamble. And we always go and throw it in a video poker machine. Like, that's the only thing I ever went on. So we were leaving, and I was like, oh, are we going to do our 20 And he's like, oh, yeah, let's go. And so we, we found a couple of video poker machines at, at Caesars, and we're sitting there, and we're playing, And um, while we're playing, he goes, you know, what? I got to go to the bathroom, hold my machine for me. And I was like, "Okay." so I I keep playing mine and he left five bucks on his. That's all that was left. And I'm sitting there and I'm playing and just doing my own thing. And some guy comes up to his machine and just stands there and I've got my hand on the seat just kind of on there. So I figured like that was enough to signal this is taken. Right. He hits the cash out button. (laughs) Wait, so
4: Matt's money was in the machine still?
3: He had five bucks in yeah. there. He, he hits the cash out button. And he takes the ticket. And right next to you? Did you Right tell next him? to me. I go, my husband's on that machine. And he goes, oh, well, here you go. <laughs> I'm, like, I was ready to throw down. And then I thought about, like, well, for five bucks, really, like, do I really want to get into it? But did anyone have a confrontation over the weekend I was kind of in shock and my husband comes back and he's like why'd you cash me out I go I didn't some guy did (laughs) and he's like what happened and I explained he goes you know there are people that do that that all they do is walk around casinos to see if anyone left money on machines and I'm like yeah like I get that but when someone has their hand on the chair I, I don't know if he was expecting me to not say something to not to not address the situation or whatever, because he looked shocked when I said something. I turned. I'm like, "That's my husband's machine." Oh, well, here you go. It's like, or maybe what, check Like, with just you. like yeah, le- yeah,
4: what if you're playing two machines? Like, is this yours or is someone here? Before like I uh, trying to cash out on someone's money. So, did Matt take the ticket and put it back in the machine?
3: Uh, no, actually, I took it and I put it back in mine because I ran out <laughs> of money. <laughs> He's like, "Go ahead and play it." Um, but it was just so bizarre. Has anyone had? Did anyone over the weekend have a confrontation? where you had you had to confront someone and maybe it was uncomfortable that was weird I was sweating I was I'm not used to dealing with people out in public much less confronting them over things I was I was nervous about that and I thought it was going to go bad I'm glad he gave it back to me without an incident but could you imagine if you like run off Matt, Matt said what would you have done if you would have just run off I'm like well, I probably would have let him. Well, Like, I'm going to chase him down for $5. You chase him down, happen. and
4: then his friend comes up and cashes out your machine and takes your money out of your machine. Yeah, you I, can't I, win. <laughs> I had
3: even less. I had $2.50, I think, on mine. So did you have any sort of weird confrontation over the weekend?
4: Um, I witnessed confrontation a couple times. I, I'm trying to think. I didn't have any over the weekend, but when I was at Barrett-Jackson, uh, the auto auction at the convention center, there was they have like a little media center inside, and there was the parking lot we pay, and you have, you have to go through to buy tickets to go in. And they had this little gate, uh, security guards standing by this gate. And if you had a media pass, you could walk in there because the media center was right inside. But everyone was trying to enter by this gate off the parking lot. And, and I felt so bad because I would walk up and he would see my media credential. He pulled the gate so I can come in. And then people would come walking up behind. and like, want to get in? He's like, no, you can't get in. And like, well, why not? And he's like, well, he's got a pass. And he's going to that media s- center over there. You need to go around the front. And people would be so, I felt so bad for the security guards. Because they would get worked up and irate. They're Like, but the building's right here, and he's like, "You have to buy tickets. You got to walk to the front." We're like, why can't we walk in inside to buy tickets? The guy's like, we, "You can't enter the facility until you buy the tickets."
3: It's like you don't walk into a movie theater and buy the ticket in in the movie theater. Yes, yeah, exactly. Do it before you walk in, I felt and I felt so
4: bad for the security guard because I went through them multiple times, and every time there's someone coming off the parking lot, and the same thing with like leaving that area. You had to leave the main. Uh, exit area, I don't know if they were calculating how people came in, how many people went out, but it, like same thing with leaving, people trying to get out. He's like, no, you cannot exit here. This, you, he, I felt so bad for this guy, because every time, there was someone creating a stink trying to come through and, and cut through this gate.
3: That's a, Yeah, and it's like, you're just doing your job. Exa- you're oh my just gosh. doing your job, and people are yelling at you. You're... <laughs> it's not like you're making millions of dollars. You're just trying to make a good, honest living and people are screaming at you.
4: And this guy was out in the sun all day long too. And I brought actually brought him a couple of waters every time I left, but every time they come back in, someone can I come in here? It's like, no, you got to go around front, buy your ticket and go into the main entrance.
3: It was kind of funny, but awful at the same time stuff. Did you have any sort of confrontation over the weekend?
0: It wasn't really a confrontation. It was just like this weird moment between a neighbor and I. I was taking Momo out to pee in his usual spot, kind of in front of my apartment unit. And then the neighbor was in his car and he was like full blast air conditioning. I don't know if he was leaving or if he was parking, but I'm scrubby. I'm like in a bun. My hair is in a messy bun, scrubby clothes. And he's like rolling down his window. Hey, cutie, you're pretty. You need help with your dog. I'm like no thank you um, I'm married he goes oh, oh sorry about that and rolls his window and drives off I'm like dude come on it's 110 degrees <laughs> out hitting on me in front of my
3: apartment unit my husband could have just walked out Is, has that ever worked Cat calling. Has any woman ever been like, yes, I do need help with my dog, and then I need help with my <laughs> cat?
4: <laughs> After you pick up the doggy's poo, why don't you come inside? And
3: what the hell? We heck? can
4: play around.
3: Why, who cat calls? When does that work? When has a woman ever been like, yeah, baby? Oh, right. You yelled at me on the street? Let's go. <laughs> I, oh, who does that? Have you recognized his neighbor before?
0: No, that's the funny thing. I've never seen him before. So I'm wondering if he's the neighbor or maybe a friend of mm. a neighbor or maybe a delivery person. That would be even more
3: awkward. Oh, I know. <laughs> On the job? I just dropped off Chipotle at your neighbor's. <laughs> I love Chipotle, yo. I love their burritos.
4: <laughs> All right. Up next, we got the hot break. What do you got for us? All
3: right. So today is Amazon Prime Day. Are there fewer deals and what are the 6 things you should not buy today according to experts we'll tell you what that is also 4 hours a week doing this can improve your sex life ladies and a woman claims she is in love with an alien how did this happen we'll explain coming up after Justin Bieber it's Mix 94.1 I
4: Oh. One Republic will be at Zappos Theater in September. You will be there with the band. Got your tickets coming up next hour.
1: It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1.
4: The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee.
3: Now, Amazon Prime Day is today and tomorrow, so there is a lot of stuff on sale, but there might not be quite as many deals on niche products this year. Do you say niche or niche?
4: Um, Niche.
3: Oh, really? I say niche. What do you say, Steph? Niche or niche? Mm, I say niche. Huh.
4: But as you say it, I probably say... See, I'm not I'm no good at this. I'm sorry, Mercedes. Uh, anytime you say something like that, I always question myself on how I say it. Like Reese's... Reese's... How do you say Reese's peanut butter cups? Reese's. Reese's. Yeah. I always, anytime you ask me a way that I say it, I question the way that I say it. I do think I say niche, niche. It's a niche market. I don't know. It's
3: a niche. I, am I trying to be fancy? I. I, I I've always said niche, but... I have heard niche. Anyway, there's not going to be as many deals on niche products this year, probably because a lot of small businesses sell through Amazon and they can't afford it. Around 60% of the stuff that we buy on Amazon comes from third-party sellers, and a lot of them don't have the same deep discounts as usual, partly because costs are up from the pandemic. So they don't have as much overstock and profit margins are tighter. And for the past two weeks, Amazon has been offering $10 in credit if people spend $10 on select products from small businesses. So hopefully that helps a little. But uh, tech and uh, sales experts have gotten together and they've, ta- they've come up with the six things that you should never buy On Amazon Prime Day. This is according to experts. They say winter gear, number one. It's going to be months before you pull out your parka or skis again, but that might have you convinced that these items are going to be really discounted right now. But just they're saying Prime Day is not the best time to buy your winter gear. It's actually in January and February, after people have already bought it for the holidays, that's when they start having the sales on those things. TVs, they say don't buy it on Prime Day. If you want to save big on new home electronics, experts say you should wait until later in the year to buy. Gaming systems, th- the time to save big on gaming systems is typically closer to winter, so you're better off passing on Prime Day sales for the expensive electronics. Smartphones and tablets, number four, you'd be w- wise to avoid purchasing a new smartphone or tablet for similar reasons. They're going to have better sales closer to winter toys. It may be tempting to get all of your holiday shopping done months before winter rolls around, but shopping for toys on prime day may actually mean you're paying higher prices than you would later in the year and bundled deals is the last thing while it's going to be tempting to buy a bundle deal that have a bunch of products on prime day. Doing that may make you spend more in the long run. Unless you want all of the products in that bundle, you're more likely to overspend on things that you just don't need
4: do you order anything today do you get any amazon products going no
3: i'll probably look later to see if there's anything or look at the things that i normally buy and see if there's any sort of a discount on them and maybe grab some but those i i saw as a an ad pop up those lulu knockoff leggings that i love so much just alert stuff they're on sale today someone posted that they're on sale and those are like the best leggings
0: i actually just got a second pair my first one were the black ones yeah. and i loved the black ones so much that i got the ones in marooned
3: and now you're going to tempt me i might want to get them in blue <laughs> i know i that's why i was like oh i don't really need them but if they're on sale then i might have to Back grab up. a pair of them um also this morning so just four hours of the exercise a week ladies can boost your sex life researchers studied women and they were asked about their their drive and they had ultrasound scans to measure their blood flow. And the women were also asked to supply information on how often they exercise and how intensely researchers found four hours of the exercise a week boosted arousal and increased your chances of making it to ohio if you will um exercising though at higher levels for six hours or more a week had the complete opposite effect there is a a sweet spot four hours is it anything more than six you're going to reduce your uh, sexual satisfaction.
4: Oh, well, that's interesting. You don't, you don't want to put yourself to push yourself too hard because then when it comes down to the bedroom, you're going to lose. You have wasted the energy.
3: Yeah, you'll you'll be too tired. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's been there, right? Um, finally, this morning, a recent poll found that one in five Americans have seen a UFO before. So maybe a few people out there don't think this lady is is crazy. A woman in London named Abby Bella claims that aliens abducted her from her bedroom a few weeks ago. And now she's in love with one of them. She claims she heard a voice in a dream tell her to wait by her window. So she sat there the next night until a flying saucer swung by, picked her up with its (laughs) tractor beam, and brought her on board. And there were five aliens on it, she said. But she really connected with one of them. The alien said he would only take her home if she gave consent, though. It, I guess he was a gentleman about it. Well, she says she wasn't ready to leave Earth yet, so they brought her home 20 minutes later. But now she regrets it. She wishes she would have gone. So she has her overnight bag ready, and she says she is going to keep waiting for him to come back and get her.
4: <laughs> let's, let's go the opposite. if she's completely telling the truth? This really did happen. Hello.
3: I will only (laughs) take you with me if I have your consent. The four other
4: ones are kind of hanging out. Come on, Charlie. We got to (laughs)
3: go. Just uh, yes or no. Charlie always
4: does this with the the earth ladies.
3: I'm I'm not ready yet.
4: Okay. As you wish. I will leave you. Um, Takes off in his face.
3: Something out of a movie. You never know. Charlie. Darn it. Why did I say? You know what? I'm just going to pack up this overnight bag. Just go wait right here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so that was just a bird. Oh, darn it. Just Just sitting sitting outside, yeah, waiting and waiting. Uh. All right.
4: Uh, Lots still to come this hour. There's tickets for you next hour for One Republic, your chance to win $1,000 with Mix94.1's cash code. And then coming up next, in jerk or justified, is it ever okay to step in and tell someone how to parent? Interesting situation coming up next. It's Mix94.1. (sighs) glass Animals Heat Wave. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. And just about 10 minutes here, your chance to win $1,000 with Mix 94.1's cash code.
3: It is time to put it in a court of law. Okay, maybe not a court of law, but just a court of public opinion. It is time for JC's Jerk or Justified. You tell us whether this person is a complete jerk or if they are completely justified 702-364-9400
4: here we go i have a friend who is sort of a helicopter parent and is literally raising a jerk of a child he pushes this kid through every sport gets him coaches and sends us pictures of all his successes but is instilling that winning is the only way so the kid has an attitude self-important condescending to adults one of them actually looked me up and down and said what's up What's well, up, SUP? Sup, to me. He did this last time I saw him. He's twelve years old. Ugh. I've known his dad for a long time, and he's kind of the same way when he's drinking. But do I say something, or just let him send another jerk into the world?
3: Oh, do you, What do you say? Do you think that this person is a jerk for wanting to say something, or do you think they're justified? What do you think? Uh, I mean, it it's not really like this person's not a jerk or justified. Like, uh, who's the jerk here? The kid? Or are they justified in doing that? Or the dad is a jerk?
4: Yeah, the way I'm reading it is saying that they're, they're questioning if they're going to be a jerk if they say something to the dad. Okay. Like, hey, look what you're doing to your kid. Look how you're raising your child. He's got this attitude, self-important, condescending. Do they say if they jerk, if they say something or is it justified to go up to a, a friend of yours and point out, like, look how you're raising your kids. Is, is that how you want to send your child out in the world? That's how I'm reading it.
3: If you do that, I, I feel like there's no positive reaction that you'll ever get from someone. You're not going to open their eyes to them like, oh, thank you for making me aware of my parenting style. You know what I mean? As much as it, it pains me to say Yeah, let another jerk go into the world. Telling other people how to raise their kids never, never elicits a positive reaction ever. So I don't I don't think you should say anything. I, I, I don't think you're a jerk for thinking that. But at the same time, I, I think if you say something, they'll feel like you're a jerk because nobody wants to be told by someone not in their family or even in their family how to raise their child.
4: Yeah, I would never step unless unless there was harm's way or something bad happening to the kid. And then there's a different story of stepping in. But, yeah, I, I just wouldn't ever see myself stepping in that situation to say, hey, your son's a real jerk. Maybe you should change the way you're parenting him. Oh okay, thank you. Got it. Thank you. I
3: yeah, I, I was not aware. I, <laughs> I I will completely change everything. It's it's a shame because you see it happening before you, and you hope someone will intervene. Or uh, is there is it is there another parent involved in the situation? Is it just dad? Um, the the first part of it though, it I mean, it, it sounded like okay. You know, he gets some coaches and sends pictures of his successes. It, just make sure you're not letting like jealousy cloud your judgment, because sometimes you see like what other people get and have. And it's like, oh, they're such a jerk. There's so a spoiled. But sometimes that that jealousy kind of gets in the way. I know I've been there before where I've seen, you know, families that were able to to get, you know, tutors or this and that for their kids. And we can't. And it's like you got to stop yourself before you get jealous and just say, hey, they were for that. They get that. So that's another thing that kind of was like a little bit of a red flag to me. Just make sure you don't get too caught up in that.
4: Do you you say something? And that's a great point, too. Do you say something, though, about like some kind of way, though, when the kid says to you, like, can you bring them in a joking fashion? Again, I would never tell someone to parent their kid. But if 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 you're a group of people, the 12-year-old kids, like, what's up? What's up? Or do you say, like, jokingly say to your buddy as a kid, is this how your uh, son addresses people? Or do you bring it up that way? Or do you think it's still going to go down that road? It's just, it's not going to be a happy result. Oh,
3: I would absolutely say something to the child. I'd be like, sup? Who do you think you are talking to? I would have no problem saying that. If one of my kid's friends looked me up and down and said, sup? I'd be like, excuse me? Sup? Come on.
4: Do your friends, the Sophie's and Brooklyn friends call you Mrs. Martinez or do they call you Mercedes? Yeah.
3: Um, they, yeah, they all, and I actually don't like that. I, it makes me uncomfortable. I'm like, please call me Mercedes. Don't, don't, don't do that. You know, and they're, You're so, being sweet. they're yeah. so sweet. They're so sweet. They're so sweet. I'm like, no, you can call me Mercedes. It's fine. And they're like, okay, Mrs. Martinez. You,
4: <laughs> you say Mrs. Martinez is my mom. You can call me Mercedes. <laughs> yes,
3: exactly. Let's talk to Randy. Randy, do you think this person would be a jerk if they said something or would they be justified? I think it's justified, but I don't think it's going to work. Uh, mainly because the dad he, of him saying that the dad is kind of the same way. Um, honestly, if anything, if the mom is a little different, maybe say something to the mom. Mm, will mom be better You know, hey, like, I, I'm not trying to overstep, but this is what I'm seeing. <sighs> That just gave me the chills. I don't know. It makes me nervous because I don't know. What if mom's like, what's up? What if mom <laughs> is worse? Mom is like, hey, excuse me, because I know that I have more of a temper than my husband does. So I don't know. But thank you, Randy. Uh, Gigi, good morning. What do you think? Oh, well, uh, we have four athletes ages 16 to 22 in our family, two in college and two in high school, and they play clubs. So we come across some kids like this, but very few. Um, if this person knows the father really well, I would do it maybe in a note and just say, you know, I've noticed
0: this. And if the something is is the, the bulk,
3: the problem is, maybe then what he needs to do is, is just talk to the kid and say, you know, I just don't think that's the best way to address me. Yeah, I, I don't think that's, a, that's wrong to tell the kid not to say sup to me. I don't think there's anything yeah. wrong with that, you know. So. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I honestly think, and and again, I think she had a good idea.
3: If there's mom. If there's mom that's involved, then that might be a good way to go too. Because mom, I know it gives you the chills and everything, but I'd rather <laughs> hear No, I get it, Gigi. I totally understand. I. Or what if you just open a fake Gmail and email them and be like, your kids are <laughs> <dark."> <laughs> from your kids a jerk from yourkidsajerk at gmail.com?
4: <laughs> See if that the email address is available. Let's <laughs> it to the person that sent us this for Jerk or Justified. All right, so coming up here in just about four minutes, we have a chance for you to win $1,000 with Mix ninety four point one's oh, cash code.
1: code. <laughs> Mercedes in the Morning's What's Trending on
2: Mix
3: 94.1. Vegas Bourne is trending this morning. It was Game 4 in the Stanley Cup semifinals against the Montreal Canadiens, and the Golden Knights evened up the series, winning 2-1 in overtime. Montreal scored first in the second period, but Braden McNabb was able to tie the game with 9 minutes and 23 seconds remaining in the third period in overtime and Nicholas Waugh got the winning goal with 1 minute 18 seconds and Robin Leonard so strong in the net. He saves 27 shots. Game five is tomorrow at the T-Mobile Arena. Puck drops at 6 p.m.
4: Brand new series now. It's all tied up.
3: So exciting and I'm literally going, I'm reading Robin Leonard's tweets now and Uh seeing his responses because he's just, uh, he's hilarious because everyone just completely flipped when it was announced he was going to be in the net. And he said that he went early to the game to read all, you know, the tweets. That was his motivation. And one of those people that was completely against him was Keith Overman. Do you know the sports guy? Yeah. And hmm? and so he wrote now that it's official, this was, this is 16 hours ago. He wrote now that, that it's official. This is a disastrous recriminatory move that will send the golden Knights home. And, then Robin Leonard responded 18 minutes ago with a a gif of a panda just playing in the water.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that one! It's That's just great. so
3: funny. I mean, it, and he's uh, he he's just liking tweets that are hilarious, and and everyone sending him love. It's really it's really cool to see. I am so glad that he is just keeping his chin up because I felt horrible for him. I just I it was like why why are people doing this? He's great. He had a bad game on that game one. Yeah. It happened. He had a bad game, but it wasn't just him. You know, it was the whole team. I, they win together. They lose yeah, together. And, and um, I was just really happy to see things turn out that way.
4: I love how he's responding to these people. That's great. Oh, these yeah. Trolls on social media that come after people think they're so tough behind their little phones and stuff. And then when the person fires back, they either quickly re- respond like, oh, he's kidding. Or they retreat. Good for you.
3: Well, and and, re- and look at some of the tweets he's liked, too, today, if you follow him on Twitter. so I mean, some good stuff there. So <laughs> congratulations. I love it. Oh, this is very entertaining. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, also trending this morning is Taylor Swift. She revealed that her next album to be re-released is Red. Red, Taylor's version, arriving November 19th. It's going to be her second re-release of six that she has planned to regain artistic control of her music. Now, the first re-record is Fearless, Taylor's version, and that was released in April. It included 27 tracks, with six of them being brand new songs that she released from her song vault. In her announcement, she wrote, quote, this will be the first time you hear all 30 songs that were meant to go on Red, and hey, one of them is even 10 minutes long. So, I'm excited. We got to wait till November, but I'm still excited. It's a
4: nice long bathroom break, too, if you play it on the radio. Step away for a couple minutes.
3: Yeah. yeah. Just think about it, though. How, how brilliant is she, really? November 19th. What are you doing in November? Christmas shopping. Gift. Red holiday color yeah. she is so
4: smart She is just, she's so methodical too. Yeah. Good for her
3: man she thinks of everything all right and then finally this morning elf ears is trending it's the new plastic surgery trend that is really big in china right now many women are getting surgery to get elf ears not to look like an elf but because they claim that by enlarging their ears their faces look slimmer and thus more attractive in their minds their cost is around fifteen hundred dollars and the procedure typically involves injecting hyaluronic acid which is used in dermal fillers often and it they're putting that in the ears so they become plumper and then they stick out more or you can take it a step further and get actual surgery another way is to insert a piece of cartilage behind the ear to kind of prop it forward so they're visible from a frontal face view. If you look up Elfirs online and see the before and afters, you'll see the difference. I don't know if they're getting the results that they wanted looking like they have a slimmer face. I think their faces look fine before. I'm not really sure what the deal is on that and if it's going to make it over here. But you've been warned. <laughs> That's what's <laughs> trending.
4: One every public. Ah! Be a great concert, Zappos Theater, Planet Hollywood, two nights in September, and you're going to be there with the band. We have your tickets coming up in just about ten minutes. My
3: plans, that's All right, Mix ninety four point one, Justin. Yeah, your caller twenty. All right, right on. Woo-hoo. To see One Republic. Congratulations!
4: Thank you so much. Yeah, job well done. Justin, you're all set. One Republic will be at Zappos Theater, Planet Hollywood, September 4th and September 5th. And we have your tickets all week long. And actually, Heather has your tickets coming up again next in the 12 o'clock hour.